and welcome to Talking Trotters. This is episode one. It's our pilot episode, and if you haven't already gathered from the logo and the name and everything else, we're going to be talking about Bolton Wanderers, which for a while hasn't been the most enjoyable subject, but we're going to try and make it as fun and enjoyable as we possibly can. And hey, we're heading into a new season, and points deductions aside, it's time for optimism. And we've got a team here that hopefully will be generating that optimism for you (laughs) over the next few podcasts so I'm Jim Bailey and for at least the time being for this episode I'm seem to be the presenter Uh, but I think that might get uh, swapped around a little bit as we go on but basically we're all going to just be chipping in and having a bit of a chit chat about Bolt Wanderers because well they're our favourite football team so who else have we got in the team let's have a a quick squitzy round and see who we've got Hi, I'm uh, Chris Hyder. I've been a Bolton fan since I was around about ooh, seven years old. And yeah, Bolton Wanderers, they have pretty much been my football team since then. All right, I do check in on the non-league teams, mainly because I like doing it for Saturday Sport and Bolton FM. But yeah, Bolton Wanderers, once in, never out, as I've heard many times down the line. Indeed. So yeah, uh, I'm Dan. I, I've spotted Bolton since I've actually moved to Bolton. I was originally from Manchester. Grew up as a, well, I actually didn't really know what football was until I moved to Bolton. Uh, became a Bolton fan because a lot of my mates went. We travelled around Europe. Actually, we went to Atletico Madrid. We went to the Allianz uh, with my granddad, which was one of the best experiences I've ever had as a Bolton fan. Obviously, things have changed, but we're yeah, looking thanks for depression as well. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, we're looking obviously moving on. And hopefully we can get ourselves out of League One and back to where we need to be, back in the grace of the Premier League. And finally, my name's Anthony. I've been a Bolton fan since I was probably eight years old. Um, and, you know, it's been a terrible season last season, but my highlight was the season before with the Nottingham Forest game. Yeah. yeah. The, the scenes... Aaron Wilbraham. Old man Wilbraham. He's the, he's the dom. <laughs> he is, he is. I remember seeing Aaron Wilbraham on my football manager save from that season when I first I got the new game and I knew he was old but when I actually saw his age on the game I was like what? He didn't look that age though does no, he? No he looked a monster. <laughs> monster He spent a lot of time in the gym let's say Oh yeah when he whips his shirt off for that goal I was like well, I wasn't there, playing man. so he must have most of the time but, in the yeah. gym <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a reasonable explanation, isn't True. it? True. That was just brilliant as well with that fan who got a tattoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone actually score. put that, didn't yeah. they, on, on yeah. Twitter. If Aaron Hill, Wilbraham yeah, scores the winner, yeah. I'll get a tattoo, like, of all where, things you could have said. Did, where did he end up? It was up on his leg. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was on his leg? Yeah. 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 Big Dave tattooed it <laughs> for him. <laughs> <laughs> that was mental. But, yeah, that was a yeah, highlight of the season, that. But, yeah. Bolton Wanderers this season hopefully obviously with a 12 point deduction we can move up on the leagues and hopefully we'll see some different football that we're used to because we're going to have players that have never played for Bolton yeah well yeah. I suppose we'll get onto that a bit later on but well there's one place to start the highlight of Wilbraham's goal keeping Bolton in the championship meant alright we can prepare for a second season in the uh, Skybet championship I wasn't very keen on the fact they had to go away to West Brom in the opening weekend of the campaign because, all right, they'd been relegated from the Premier League, but Bolton go there and they win. I know, yeah. I was at a wrestling show at the time. I was ringing out for This Is Wrestling on that day and we were setting up in one room and in the other room of the pub they were showing that game and I didn't even realise it was on. 
and so someone literally popped in like you do know they're showing the Bolton game like in here what? I was like what <laughs> screamed through there and then obviously we bagged that that winner and I was like this was in Skelmersdale nobody in the entire pub heard <laughs> except for me who was stood at the door just slightly outside having a tab going absolutely wild and this bloke's looking at me like and he goes honestly I'm, I'm going, jumping up and down arms in the air thinking this is it this is the season everything's going to change <clears throat> the first month of the season was pretty grand, yeah. wasn't it? It was the best but this, month we had. <laughs> there's this fella. fans were thinking, oh, we're going up this season. Oh, yeah. and it just went. But there's this fella outside having a, having a fag as well, and he, got, he turns around and he goes, You Bolton fan then? Well, he was in Scalers, he was like, Eh, you Bolton fan then? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just no, I just, re- I just really <laughs> hate <laughs> West Bromwich <West laughs> Albion. <laughs> but yeah, look at that, how far we went from there. Yeah. I suppose you get in between the Preston draw and then the first game after the September international break, you get the news that Bolton might be heading into administration and it gets it gets delayed, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you get the very sad news that former owner Eddie Davis, mm-hmm. one last act before yeah. he passed away... He ends up giving a loan that means Bolton won't go into administration. At least not at that point. Well, yes, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. He delayed the inevitable. Yeah, the, the thing was, and it's that 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 moment in itself with Eddie Davis kind of typifies, in a way, modern day football, because a couple of years ago, Eddie Davis was kind of public enemy number one in Bolton. People yeah. wanted him out of the club because he's, he wasn't supporting the club in the way that everyone felt he should be because that's how he'd been doing it before. Personally, I I kind of get it when you pour in that much money to a football club. There's got you know there aren't unlimited funds. There has to be a point where someone says, well, you know, there's I'm no return coming anymore. back. I can't just keep funneling money and funneling money and funneling money unless you're a you know a Roman Abramovich or mm. you know a Saudi <laughs> royal family or whatever. Yeah. Um, or the owners of Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. Right. But yeah. then you get X amount of time down the line and then you've got Ken Anderson in charge and suddenly how bad things seemed suddenly didn't seem that bad at all and then, before you know it, Ken Anderson's got us again in the right old pickle and Eddie Davis has come in and saved the day as, well, quite probably the last kind of thing he ever did. Yeah, last act. Yeah. Even that, look at look at the time we went to sign Christine Doidge. That yeah, we needed a striker. We needed a striker. Oh. We signed Doidge, and me and Alan, uh, um, obviously, we do this uh, midweek analysis with. He uh, he, we've been looking at Doidge for years and watching him and progressing in the lower leagues. He finally gets his move to Bolton. Alan's ringing me, going, "Do you know Doidge has gone to Bolton?" I was like, "What?" And I was shocked myself, and I was I was looking forward to it, and then it didn't kind of pan out how it should have, and now he's just got a move to Hibs. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe that. I mean, good for him. Mm. Obviously, because he's a guy that should be playing in not the upper echelons, but in a league that uh, does appear more suited to his talents. It's the Apernian move that seems like it's a strange one. I don't think it's the SPL. Is the SPL really any better than you know the English Football League one? I could very well be wrong, and he has a stonking season for them. Oh, he he probably will. Steve Dobby though, he's bagging goals for Queen of the South. Exactly. (laughs) How old is Dobby again? I don't know. He's uh, he's not. He died on a beach. He's been bagging goals. Yeah, yeah. He's been bagging goals. Do you know what I mean? And it, 
and I'm, pro- I'm sure Christian Dodger probably did the same in Scotland but he's going for a, a quarter of a million apparently and we was going to sign him for a million so I don't know how he's devalued that much from playing at Bolton then going back to Forest Green Road. well he was because obviously when we signed him he will have had a lot, lot he would have had you know a year left on it, a lot, year longer left on his contract and that's part of the valuation isn't it if you've got yeah, less true. left on your contract then it's a matter of well we can just sit and wait for him to be free and that's why you get people going for what seems like ludicrously cheap money when they're in the last year of the contract because it's like well do I take 5 million or do I take nothing well we've done that with Gary Cale in the past yeah <laughs> although we did get money for Gary Cale but not as much as we could have not got. as much as we could have got and actually when I, I looked up not long ago and I was shocked at how little it actually was I thought it was up in the like the the big big money's range and it just wasn't and we only made like a million or so profit on him oh, yeah and I think there's some sort of deal we went on to Captain England there's some sort of deal in there that we'd get a loan player from him for the next two yeah three and it was someone rubbish yeah who didn't do it I, I tell you what right when we were in the Prem every manager that came after Sam Allardyce could not do loans no Big Sam knew how to bring in a loan that was going to change things we're and going to make an impact signings we had we had Sturridge Back in the day. To be fair, Sturridge was. Oh, Sturridge came Wilshire. in under Megson? Wilshire was there. No, Coyle. Was it Coyle? I think it was. Coyle. was it, cause it was either, for me in my memory, it was either just before Coyle came in or just after Coyle came in. Well, but it was that kind of time. Yeah, yeah Wilshire and everything. Because really he scored that really, place. really fluky goal in his first game. Was, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? Well, I was that against Wolves? That goal. It might have been. It was last minute. Last minute. I think it was through a defensive error and Sturridge pounces. It was either a dodgy goal. back pass or keepers just. Adam Murray rolled it out him pretty much it was it was one of those kind of what's he done oh I will have that we'll take any we'll take any goal it comes in at Lovett, as long as it's in the net yeah <laughs> we don't see many of them anymore do we no we do not well I, I know thinking well, Clayton Donaldson up front last season we weren't going to be smacking him in were we I could see you thinking behind getting Donaldson in and I really? suppose I suppose the same goes for Gary O'Neill not in that I like capacity. Gary O'Neill Gary O'Neill, I, I think I might have said either on or FR at the time at Bolton FM, it would have been a great signing to have Gary O'Neill in around about 2013 or yeah. 2014. Yeah. But the guy, the fact the guy can still go and ended up yeah. being named as the player of the season. And there's the kind of player that young players can look up to and they have a positive mm. impact in the dressing room and around the club as well as just on the pitch. But for me... We got, you know, we didn't re-sign Aaron Wilbram. No, you and then the we brought, then we brought in Clayton Donaldson, and it's like, well, hang on, we've let one person go and brought someone in, and they, they both old journeyman strikers. And for me, the one that we just let go was better than the one we brought in. Yeah, yeah. I think thinking about it, again, I'd rather give him Wilbraham another season. He deserved it after that goal. Yeah. I was going to say though, thinking about um, Clayton Donaldson, I could see the thinking and getting him in, kind of, sort of, because the guy could score in the championship when it suited him. But I think it was because the teams he was in, they were used to playing to his strengths at Brentford and Birmingham beforehand, whereas. We tried to give him the ball in front of goal, and that wasn't one of his strengths. No. <laughs> Strange that for a striker. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he used to love that corner flag, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. That. Oh, I still remember that shot today. But like I said, Lafondre, he went off. We brought McGuinness in. Josh McGuinness. Better uh, for Northern Ireland, not for Bolton Wonders. You kind of think if McGuinness, if he was to stick around, 
for this League One campaign. This level might be more suited yeah. to him. For me, with a player like McGuinness, it's who you've got around him. Checking He's the Hall kind of striker, maybe, maybe. Connor Hall is definitely someone that, in the position we're in, needs to step up. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, with with the whole with with McGuinness and the striking situation, he's one of them strikers for me. If you give him service, he'll give you a return. Mm. If you're just pumping the ball up aimlessly towards him, that ain't his forte. He ain't gonna bring the ball down, spin on it, play someone in, make a run and bang it in. He's, you need to give him the ball in front of the goal, and if you do. You know he will, he will bag you some goals. But if you don't, whereas that's where you expected, you know, not that you were expecting Clayton Donaldson to get the ball, play a nice one-two, and bang it in. <laughs> but he was the player that we were supposed to. If you're going to play a long ball, get it to Donaldson. He'll hold it up. He'll bring somebody else into the game. And I think it is where he where he's at now at his age. He just he can't do that at, that, at the championship level. Whether he could, you know, obviously you know, he's not going to be knocking about next season. But had we have kept him maybe in League One would have been a different matter I think we sign the wrong signings every season you bring Ostuma in and you don't play to his strengths he's great with the ball on the deck but you're playing long balls and he's only five foot something he's never going to win them balls you've got Amiobi who will run up the pitch and then when it comes to tracking back he's having yeah. an asthma attack on side of the pitch because he ain't coming back so I'm glad he's gone to be honest because he, he scores one good goal in about ten games isn't he? but can can have we had the opportunity to make the right signings no, I don't think because because uh, this this is the thing, and especially last season, everybody has been at the throats yes. of Phil Parkinson, the manager. Now, are we players aside? Because obviously that's yeah, football and aesthetics, and you're going to get two different viewpoints on that. Full stop. But for me, people saying he's not good enough is a nonsense. Yeah, I don't believe because that. it's like if we were doing if we were doing this recording now. And I was like, yeah, but with no microphone. It's like, well, I'm supposed to be recording. It's like, well, right, you've got to keep you keep us in the league. Where's my squad that's good enough to do that? Yeah, you can't have one. The only thing it reminds me of is when Mike Phelan, in his one managerial job as Hull boss, he ends up getting sacked after six months. Now, there's a kind of parallel because all had had some very poor pre-season planning yeah. ahead of that campaign in the Premier League I think it was 16-17 yeah they, didn't, they, they were coming yeah. into the first game of the season unsure about the squad and things like that I seem to remember and Bruce had decided yeah I've had enough mm. of this but thinking about Mike Feeling, he goes in January 2017 Jackie Oatley there's a tweet and I've got to try and check this out in one of my old scripts from Saturday Sport for that season it was a tweet that went along the lines of it's like sacking a fireman when all he's had to try and put out a fire is a one fire hydrant. Yeah, that is pretty much. And it feels like it's that way with Phil Parkinson. Yeah, yeah it definitely yeah. is. I mean, don't get me wrong. If people don't like the football, fine. I, I completely understand why people are. I don't want him to the manager because I just don't like the brand of football he plays. That's fine because that's, that's aesthetics and if that's not what you like, then that's not what you like. Yeah. And Bolton fans are... Uh, as much as we very much, the club is very much like painted with the brush of a long ball football team, and have yeah, been for definitely. years. Which you know, another it's argument, but I change. don't, I don't think that under Allardyce we were a long ball team. But with the um, with the the way that Phil Parkinson plays, it's like yeah, he is a long ball manager. We know that. We knew that when we brought him in. But. To play any better type of football, you're going to need to bring in players that can play football. And yeah. you point me to players we have had that have been able to play nice football over the past two, three seasons, and the majority of them are just no. 
there's not been many we any, haven't had that, that facility and whether we, if we could have done that Phil Parkinson might well have just been like I'm still going to hit it long because that's what I did with Bradford that's what I've done before and in my career that might just be his style but you can't be like well you're not playing good football well I've not got good football players well, well you brought one player in didn't they Olkowski he, he looked great yeah. in the international call up game and then after that he was like oh I've made it and that's yeah. it he just went yeah. like the rest of them but again with everything going off on the, going on off the pitch I mean, can, you know, can any professional football squad really concentrate on what they're supposed to be doing when they don't know whether they've got a job next week, whether they're getting paid next week, whether the club's going to exist next week. Yeah, that's 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 the, the be all and end all, isn't it? Of Bolton season last season, like as much as we could select how Parkinson's team lined up and how bad they played throughout the season, the mind wasn't fully focused no. on that ninety minutes of football. And some of the players from last season have come out said that. Yeah, it's very true. It's, yeah. it's interesting now to see the players that have just left the club and gone to other clubs, their opinions on what's happened yeah. and what what they felt last season went. And it's, it's like we're getting a better understanding because before they were hushed because they were of still at yeah. the club. Now they're not there. They can yeah. express whatever they want. And as I said, we we're finding out things that we didn't already we, we already kind of knew, but we didn't know. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a shame. Like we said, we've lost a lot of players. Uh, I think when we had Anthony Robinson uh, left back, he were a great uh, loan East that we mm. had. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to retain him, and he's went to our local rivals, Wigan. But we missed him. I think we didn't get enough out of Mark Little, even though he was great. We didn't make the best of the squad that we had. We we didn't do that. But like I just said, the mind weren't focused. Yeah, <clears throat> and you know when you've got when you, you can't, when you're not playing a game because your players have gone on strike. I mean, if ever there's a, there's something that tells everybody things are not right here, and what's happening on the pitch is nothing compared to what's going on off the pitch. Staff though, as well. Yeah, people not getting paid. And, you know, they can't speak out. Yeah, like players can now because they're and some of the staff as it stands are still owed. Exactly. So is it six I, weeks' wages yeah, or so from before the uh, the administrators um, came in? Also, the rugby that's due to be done next uh, oh, yeah. next month. Oh, there's yeah. a red flag over that because it's uh, that one off. Certificate for the concert only. Oh, no, I'd hate it if the rugby will be on. (laughs) I'd love it if the rugby could be on. Well, you've got to walk by then. We've got ownership in place. Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) everything shakes out and gets started. That the the, the person's been appointed or sort of lack of, but it's still not announced who that is. Obviously, there's rumours, football ventures, but I've seen people posting on about the directorships like that doesn't mean anything. No, people, I'm on a lot of Facebook groups. And in one of them, I've seen constantly, like almost every day, somebody's posting a screenshot from Company's House. Look, these guys have had these many businesses, and they don't only have these many now. It's like, and? Exactly. You don't know what those businesses were. They look, might have been project-based, they might be short-term. Ask, ask to do that to Alan Sugar, and I guarantee they'll yeah. be like exactly the same. You'll have about 17 different companies dissolved. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's a bad businessman. It means that that company's no longer needed, yeah. or he's moved on to bigger and better and things. you know what? Somewhere in the past, they might have had a business that didn't work out. But that's, that's business. That's business. Look at any businessman. Like you said, look at Alan Sugar. He's failed in the past. The Amstrad emailer was a disaster. Nearly nearly sunk his entire empire, but he bounced back. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like People just need to just wait and hope, and like you said, wait till the announcement's made, and then once the announcement's made, we can then focus on the season that's yeah. from the beginning. And think about how long it takes to buy a house. Yeah. Like, if you, anyone who's ever been through the process of buying a house, or the parents have been through the process of buying a house, it's a long drawn out process imagine that but you're buying a football club and offices <laughs> and a stadium and a training ground and everything else that goes with it there must be so much that needs looking over checking you know all well, that. Not just that the club has had bad publicity yes 
are players going to want to sign for Bolton after what's happened? Not just that, the fans, I can see their point of view, they want the season ticket prices. Yeah, definitely. It's not down to the administrators. Season tickets, yeah, that's never been an issue. There's no (laughs) kit sorted. There's so much work that needs to be done. Well, I mean, they, they do have a sale on in the club shop. Yeah. So they might be able to get some cheap ones from last season for this season. Ten or a pot. <laughs> I mean, what's it? What is it like? Less than thirty, less than forty days to the season yeah. starts, yeah. and none, none of this is aimed at in there. Well, because there's no one in charge properly. Yeah, you know, administrators aren't there to run the club. They're there yeah. to keep it ticking over yeah, exactly. and save money. The laugh though, as well though, is I'm hearing the first things that have got to be sorted when these new owners take over the manager. Really? Why? Yeah. Why? No, it's not the players that we need. It's not making sure we've got a full squad. You need to sit down with the manager and go. This is what this is what I want from you. But Mm. we want, you know, a lot of a lot of fans want Ruddlewick bringing in so we can play sexy football (laughs) and we can tick attacker it into the net and it's like it ain't gonna happen. We're in League One, remember? This is the third season. But but we we went through League One last last season. Last well, well, not last season. Three seasons ago now. And if fans expected it to be anything like like it was then, they've got to think again. Look at the teams that are in there. Well, I suppose this brings us on to the fixtures that were unveiled on the twentieth of June. Yeah. We now, yeah, we can wonder. Is <laughs> I was, I was quite pleased. Akin Fenway's going to absolutely. Oh, oh God, I forgot oh, about him. He's going to bench oh, press. Jimmy. He's going to bench press the, the life out of our defenders. I heard rumours that he was going to retire and embark on a wrestling career. Oh, Jimmy, you'd love that. That's all that happens before. <laughs> I, who knows? He could end up appearing at one of the shows you were Lucy. But you never know. Some work for you never know. <laughs> I mean, wow. A, and our special guest surprise one. here at This Is Wrestling, <laughs> Adebayo Akinfenwa. That'd be such a great name to announce, wouldn't it? it Akinfenwa. Just, just let's hope that when we do play them, that that doesn't get announced over the tunnel that he's oh. just got to go. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we edit that bit out? Really? <laughs> 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 you know, now, uh, listening in, no, yeah, do that. We can't get him. We can't. We can't deny it. Hopefully, he'll just get announced when he's being subbed off after. <laughs> you know, an <a>, <laughs> impressive but poor display. You know, yeah. I think we need to start the season one more than anything because to claw back twelve points yeah. as it stands at the present moment in time as we speak, it's going to be a tough ask, yeah. regardless. And fans who expect miracles. four wins, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> four wins happen. But it's one of them. It's a big ask, and we don't know what players we're going to have and all that. But if you, you know, if you do go into it and you do, you do get, you know, you do win your first four games. Then suddenly you're not actually going to be that far behind the pace for top, top, you know, well, top ten. Because if you think about it, if, if if theoretically we won the first four games and got to zero points, there'd probably most there's there are a high probability there'd still be teams on zero, one, two, yeah, three, definitely. four points, and suddenly it's like ah, it's not too bad. But, then you but if you don't, you know, but if you lose your first four games and suddenly you're looking at it and you're like. Good God! 17, 18. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're 17, 18 points behind people at the bottom. Is that demoralising for the players though? Before you start your season, knowing that you're Must not on be. the living playing field after everything that you just have, have to go through Although, last season. I suppose it depends. That's where your manager will come in, and a, a good man, a good man manager will be able to use that as a motivation yeah. to say, right, well, everyone, we're starting 12 points behind everyone else here. No one's expecting anything from us. Let's go out and show them. I suppose yeah. this is where the advocacy for keeping Phil Parkinson yeah. has to be. Yeah. Would you guys not be happy though to just finish below the playoffs? 
Listen, oh, definitely. I'd be happy to see him just above the relegation I'm happy to stay in the league. Because yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about getting in the playoffs. But From this point now, where we are. We're around, you know. We're still consolidation yeah. must be oh, the God, yeah. first priority yeah. for Bolton Wanderers this coming season. Do you know, you know obviously, we got this, got, obviously yeah. we've got a squad the size of next to nothing. And you, when we're in League One, now we've got the Caribbean Cup round one where we play Rochdale. And then you've got the. Paint your offie or whatever it's called these days. That's, you've got another squad fixtures there, plus you've games that you've got in the league. It's going to be too many fixtures for a squad of that size at Bolton. Well, listen, I kind of think <laughs> it's a squad of six. <laughs> oh yeah, look at the. Uh, We'd be better at three balls or five. Yeah, us four aside. We should have one sub, <laughs> two goalkeepers. Uh, yeah, well, one, I bet one of them could do a job outfield. Yeah, yeah, a five side level arena, he should be all right. <laughs> Thinking yeah. about the first um, home game of the season against Coventry City. Not a team you want to be playing at the start of the campaign. And, well, Bolton, their ownership problems are something that have been well documented. Certainly um, yeah, over the past couple of years. Coventry City... I mean, man, if, <laughs> I mean, if, if, it, if Wanderers fans out there, if you think we've had it bad... Look at Coventry. This has been dragging on for Coventry now, though, for years. Yeah. They have been in a mess and there's been... Stuff going wrong with Coventry for so long now. I, I didn't know what to make of the interview that the owner of Sisu gave on, I think it was Monday. Mm. Anytime I look at these interviews and they're on Sky Sports or TalkSport, don't try and make the owner who the fans aren't particularly keen on out to be sympathetic in any way whatsoever. Yeah, it's... <laughs> if anything, it's just going to... Antagonise. But then that's what TalkSport like to do. Yeah. You know, well, they're, they're calling radio station primarily and that's how you get people ringing up is you make them angry and they've they've been very good at that yeah, for very yeah, many years just yeah. listen to Adrian Durham <laughs> he knows exactly how to get angry people ringing in usually Arsenal fans if we're talking about being angry what about the third league game of the season Tramia yeah <laughs> no <laughs> does depress me slightly <laughs> that we're playing Tramia Rovers again I hate Tramia Rovers <laughs> they were going like were biggest rivals aren't they they were doing all is that what Tramia is saying yeah. well listen <laughs> well yeah but let's be honest with you they, they, they ain't ever going to be able to start up a proper rivalry with Liverpool or Everton are they no definitely <laughs> never going to be able to compete but look, look I like I like the fact that we're in League 1 too, so the, the fact is look at all the local games that yeah no, that's all, that is a plus it's a very northern yeah. league and I like that like you've got the Rochdale in the uh, Bury, Blackpool, yeah. Fylde. Well, not yet, but oh, we'll, we'll, there will be. <laughs> will be. There will be. When Danny, when Danny Ross starts scoring goals, be, yeah, we'll be back there. <laughs> oh yeah, your um, name's yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was going to come up with some. I can. I can yeah. come up with something. He's going to score. <laughs> Bolton could sign him actually. He's he's he's, oh, he's pretty Could you imagine Danny Rowe playing at Bolton yeah. and doing nothing? Yeah, um, yeah I can imagine that. <laughs> yeah. it seems just like he does now to shoot your ball and everything. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's lies that's lies if you, if, you, if you want to know that I'm lying tune into the show on a Thursday it's great well, that might drop that then Jim yeah it was. <laughs> I think I'm going to be caught there I think I've got I've done enough now <laughs> yeah but I'll not like it I'll not like it of course he will he's a city fan he likes anything <laughs> I know <laughs> Thinking about what's happened with players having to leave, because it's a small squad that Bolton have, and this is only the first team players that are about. What have we got? Six, seven, eight players on the books. Yeah, I was hoping that we'd get that the rest of the squad would get filled in with greys, but apparently that's only on Football Manager. Yeah, yeah. well, there we go. <laughs> and only when you're not actually managing the team. So. And it's a shame you can't even promote from the youth squad because there isn't a youth squad. Oh, no, yeah, because that's what I said. I was like, oh, well, we'll just. 
because obviously we didn't they didn't want to do it to fulfil that one game last season because it, for me it was a different situation. Yeah, definitely. If you're not being able to start a season, then it's tough. You're going to have to promote youth players, yeah. but we don't have enough youth players to bloody promote unless well, we're going to start promoting like 15 year olds and 14 year olds from well, the actual when, when youth I'm academy. I'm trying to think. Jack Earring's gone to yeah. FC Halifax Town. Yeah. So but to be fair though it's a, it's a if, he's going, really, isn't it? if he's going to Halifax It ain't an issue for us Because if he's going Playing for Halifax He ain't good enough To play for us Yeah that's a point Like but you've, got, you've, <laughs> you've got to look like If Luke O'Connell goes Then And it was two more goals That are supposed to be The next two players really, yeah. Then what How many senior players Have we got in the squad At the minute I think it's eight I think it's Last something time like I checked It was eight A lot of them leave On the 30th of June Because yeah. the contract contracts Haven't expired yet What's cool. happening With David Wheater Do we I don't, I'd heard he were going Sunderland, but then nothing seemed to happen with it. This this might be um, something that doesn't matter as such to this podcast, but might be important to three quarters of the panel. Isn't he a wrestling fan? Yeah. He is, yeah. I actually, um, now, I don't know when this is, well, I don't know when this will go out in relation to that podcast, but Michaela from The Apprentice obviously does a podcast with yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucy Inman from Bolton FM, and... Last week they had John McGinley on it. Next week they're having David Wheater on it. And they put out on Twitter, have you got any questions we can ask David Wheater? Ah, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> My question was, when he retires, is he planning on having a pop at getting down the performance centre in London? <laughs> on the basis that he is a professional athlete and he does he is a big fan. And uh, why not? You know, it'd yeah. be interesting. And Grant Holt has gone Grant Holt, wrestling. Yeah, Grant Holt does a bit of wrestling. You've seen that drop kick he did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not the greatest drop kick, to be fair. Mine's better, but... <laughs> I probably had more training than him, <laughs> and he's had more matches than me. So, so yeah, is worse. it at least better than Eric Watts? Probably. All oh, right, that's good enough for me. What's that? I remember uh, once was it Wayne Rooney bad bad news Barrett? Oh yeah, they had a bit of a do on Raw. Yeah, yeah, that was quite a funny. Little and Mourinho once rocked up on oh, a yeah, Mourinho, yeah. yeah. So and uh, back in the day, see, thing is, what David Weeter would have needed to get get over in wrestling I know he's segued here but is uh, JBL on commentary because he used to lo- he loves his football doesn't he JBL he's always but tweeting about the Premier League does he really yeah ima- yeah he's a big I, soccer I, fan I can imagine Wheaton's finishing move being a, like a, instead of five star frog splash but with five star, five star chin splash I was going to say it's a chin <laughs> for years in our household he was just referred to as chin yeah <laughs> but it was you know affectionate we love him and he'll probably be in Crown this weekend my so. favourite art like David Wheaton is he got he used to have uh, cameras up where the tunnel is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he running along and he fell over. <laughs> 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 well, then we did it deliberately, yeah. Uh, to show yeah, I yeah, one shot me. <laughs> yeah, probably would have done it. I did see him once. He's a joke artist. We had a, we had a huge game. It, was, it wasn't last season, but the season before. We had a huge, huge game on the Saturday, three o'clock. Friday night, I'm going through my Instagram and there's one of my mates, half cut, ink crown, David Wheater <laughs> like face like eyes looking in different directions looks like he's had a skin full and I'm like we've got a big game tomorrow what's he doing out on Lashing Orange yeah I've seen I've seen him a fair few oh, times Dragonfly not only did he turn out bag the winner <laughs> bag the winner I was like send him out every night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he does go out a lot he, he, does, love he, he loves it that, love that, all in to be fair that is why people love David Wheater yeah. Yeah. as well as the fact that he's been a fantastic servant for the club it's the fact that he is that everyman kind of a guy and if he's out having a drink and you want to go up and have a quick chat with him and say hello he's not like an arse about it yeah. he's not like get out of my way I'm David Wheater I would love it if Wheater could be at the club in some capacity whether yeah, it's yeah. on the coaching side maybe even being part of the community trust yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean I'd love to keep him involved in Wanderers whether he's a first 
first team player anymore is another matter. And I think football brain wise and ability wise, he's definitely still got the ability to be a quality centre back. It's yeah. just in his advancing years. I mean, he wasn't the fastest anyway, but he's just lost. You know, he's losing more and more pace, which yeah. is the only reason for me. Yeah, he's, he can't keep up yeah. so much unless you, unless you're partnering up with someone who's a lot younger, like a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah like Brockbank maybe, for example. Yeah, and a good combination there could work really well. You you do the chasing, ex- I'll cover. And he's obviously the experience that he's going to need as well. Yeah, and to help him progress in his career. But and ball in the air, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't matter if, if ball in the air <laughs> weeks is under it. It's getting edited. And he's like a bit like Gary Kale towards his career as well. Like when Bolton are losing towards the end of the game, he'll go stand up front for a bit. Yeah, and he'll cause a nuisance up front and. Like we've seen in that game when we did play Forest, he managed to bag a goal in yeah. that. Yeah. So he can't, he can't be a nuisance. But I'm, I'm thinking as well, looking at Bolton's squad, what we tend to get is a lot of players that are coming towards the end of the career that just want somewhere to play football. Bolton will be that club for them. Yeah. And, and that's what Bolton probably will be next season. A bunch of probably young players that we've got from the youth teams that have got no, we've got no choice but has to play. And a, and a lot of old players that we need to, that I probably want to finish the career somewhere. I guess this is why David Lee becomes extra important now. Mm. Yeah. See, now a lot of people saying David Lee should be yeah. the new manager. Honestly, like why? In in why would anybody want to take this man who is a club legend who is doing absolute wonders with the youth academy right now and go right, David? Here's an absolutely shocking situation to start with. Jump in the deep end. Have a pop. Yeah, yeah. Like because in six months' time, if we ain't turned it around, whether that's because of the points deduction or because of the squad or whatever. The fans will turn on him. And they need a no longer part of that. And look, what happened, look what happened to Owen Coyle. Yeah. Owen Coyle was a legend of this club. People sang his name on the terraces years after he'd stopped playing for the club. Yeah. By the time he'd stopped managing us, you know, people couldn't more wait than to half see the, the back of him. It's probably the reason him. why Peter Reid won't probably come in and manage because yeah. he doesn't want that he? on us. He don't want that on him. Why would no, he? No, why would he? Again, Peter Reid. Well, I could probably get great access to Peter Reid. Although that's a lie, but <laughs> <laughs> Peter Reid wouldn't be a bad person. We, we have a mu- we have a mutual friend, but I'm pretty sure if I blagged, blagged and blagged, they'd just be like, "Yeah, no." I've met him a few times in Plymouth. Apparently, he's met me an absolute lovely, yeah, lovely yeah, bloke. Well, that was talking about Plymouth when he was manager there, and they were really in bad financial peril. He ended up selling off a couple of his medals. Yeah, yeah well, the club, I mean, it, that's the kind of a, a, a fellow he is. He's a yeah. He's a nice bloke. He's he's a good bloke and he's a football bloke. I'd love to see Peter Reid as as boat manager at some point, but not, I don't not if he's going to not if it's going to trash his legacy. That's, and then I think that's why a lot of managers are probably thinking if they got off, who do you get? Who do you replace Phil Parkinson with? Because who's going to yeah, want? Who's who, want, who, who wants, wants the, that job? Yeah, exactly. Who wants to put their reputation on the line? <laughs> exactly. I mean, unless unless it's the, the only way I can see it as being an attractive proposition is looking at it as if to say, look, if I can do something here, yeah. it's going to make me look mint. If I don't, I can always just turn around and go, yeah, it's Bolton. Look at the yeah, mess. Exactly, and I think that's and that's where you've got to look at it inside the box. You've got to, you've got to think like that. You're not going to actually. But yeah. you're not going to get someone established who's going to who's going to care about taking that no. kind of a, a job. They're going to it's going to be someone who is either coming in. For one of the first few jobs, someone that's done bits down in the non-league, and I was surprised when we got Neil Lennon after what yeah. he did at Celtic. It was yeah, like... and then it turned out he was a bozo. But <laughs> it looks like he can only do it in Scotland because he can't do it in, in England. <laughs> yeah, but again, to be fair, under Lennon, the, the the wheels were starting to come unscrewed. Yeah, I mean they weren't falling off yet, but they weren't far off. And Dougie Freeman as well was in the Freeman. Well, Freeman. Freeman's the problem. But Friedman for me is one of the key people to blame in the entire mess of Wanderers for one decision, and that was changing the formation and the system 
to put Rob all in against Blackpool on the last day of the season. Oh. And as soon as he changed the formation back again, we got back in the game. It just was too late to get the winner. Because um, we went 2-0 down so fast in that yeah. game, brought it back to 2-2 and then just couldn't get that third goal. But the, the whole second half, I remember, was a complete non-event. We, we, we battered them for possession, but we just couldn't make anything happen. The way I remember it... Because it was 2-2 two, two at half-time, wasn't it? Yeah, and this is something we'll emphasise towards the end of the podcast. Feel free to get in touch with us via, you know, well, we've got Facebook a, we've got, Twitter. We've got a and, Gmail, and Gmail as well. Yeah, Gmail, Facebook, Twitter. Feel free to get in touch with us. The way I remember it... Didn't it get to a point where Bolton needed a point, and as long as neither Nottingham Forest or Leicester did anything in their game, because they were playing each yeah. other, and it was going to be one of those three yeah. teams that had that final play of place. I had my radio with me, and I was at the match. We get to the final 30 seconds, and then word comes through, Leicester has scored, yeah. and that means they've overtaken But if Bolton. we'd have bagged the goal... If we if not, but if we hadn't started the game in a compl- in a formation that we haven't played all season really to accommodate one guy that we had on loan, but what what was that about? And if we'd if we got to that playoffs, all right, granted we might have got knocked out in the semi final, oh. we might have lost in the final, but, but if we got to Wembley, it's money, isn't it? Yeah, and if we'd have actually gone back up, none of this mess happens because yeah. hundred million pounds TV money comes in and suddenly it's happy days again. I and can't even imagine, if you come, And if you come down again, then you've got more parachute yeah. payments because that restarts again. Well, that stopped, didn't it, when we yeah. went down? and that it all went wrong when we stopped. We got parachute payments for a year, was it? Yeah. And then once they were gone, it was like, right, well... We're on our own. We're in a mess now. I think, looking at it, it seemed like there was no plan B in place in the chance that Bolton didn't get promoted at the first time of asking no, in that 12-13 campaign. If you watch, Which is shocking, I, really. Yeah. Tough, the championship is a tough seat. A league. Yeah. Look how long Aston Villa you have been. Just expect, they've just only expect just gone up, and they, and they came up. They had a remarkable run of form towards the end of the season. If mm. they didn't have that, they wouldn't yeah. have been there. And there's th- no, there's not that much of a difference between the top few teams in the championship and the bottom few teams in the Premiership. Even though a lot of the bottom few teams in the Premiership have got that big money. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference when they're in the Premiership, but as soon as you get relegated. You're one of those top teams in the championship, and you're going to be knocking around that area. You're not guaranteed to fly back up, like you said with Villa. Villa are a Leeds big have, team. Leeds have been down there for yeah. a very long time. Forest have been down there for a very long time. And it's, yeah, you forget how big Bradford. They are. I mean, how long has Bradford City been in League Two for? Well, they'll be this season. They could have come up. They could have. They could have come up. They was well. Yeah. Well, well exactly. But they, I mean, they, were, sleeping, we were, they were a sleeping giant. I remember that season when we finished second they could have gone up Scunthorpe could have gone up any of us could have gone up and all of a sudden they didn't they started dropping off and you're thinking about Scunthorpe though they were stupid for getting rid of Graham Alexander yeah you're in fourth place you look like your automatic promotion might not happen but you still look like you can make the playoffs they've, they've gambled I know we'll sack him well Birmingham What's, did that didn't they gambled and they've lost <laughs> Birmingham did that and they got relegated yeah Birmingham as far as I'm concerned if they get relegated from the championship no who cares yeah Birmingham. It's their own. It's their own fault. <laughs> Birmingham. I mean, I remember when I was a kid. Birmingham were down there anyway. So. I still remember that day when um, Chung Young Lee did that goal. Oh, goal. Yeah, <laughs> that sparked off a party, my host, that lasted like twelve hours. We we was there, and the Birmingham fans were sat above us, and what they must have and. Um, Pissing a bottle because my mate, <laughs> obviously, when he scored, I'm like, yeah, mate. And all, all my mate just had piss all over. <laughs> and all we, could, all we could smell was pissing. He thought it would be her. I was like, have you pissed that, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely pissing. We're all laughing on the coach on the way home. But we're all, we're all drunk. We're having a good time. And yeah. it was just, a, and then obviously, what happened after that happened. But yeah, well, that was, the, that was the year that me and my house mate at the time, Danny, decided that we weren't going to take our Christmas tree down until Bolton got knocked out of the cup. 
So our Christmas tree was still up in April, and the <laughs> neighbours were Easter. very confused. <laughs> and people like people would come around to our house and they'd take pictures and all that, and they put it <clears> on Facebook. Yeah. And people were like, "Oh, you only just putting these up now from December?" And like, no, this was last night. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long story. <laughs> I tried getting Sophia and I moved in with my girlfriend to keep the tradition going, and she wasn't up for it. But I was like, "Yeah, but." We'll probably take it down before Christmas. That might not be able to fulfil a team to play well, the golf. Mm, yeah, <laughs> true that. <laughs> we're laughing and we're joking about it, so... Well, we, if you, you've got yeah. to you've laugh, you'll cry. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I suppose we could kind of skip on. It says here, thoughts on pre-season plans we've got written down. <laughs> I mean... What plans? Yeah. The ladies, the ladies are back in training today. Uh, go on, girls. They're actually big and filled with men's team. I was just yeah. about to say, shall we, just, <laughs> oh, shall we not just stick them in the, in the Macron, or the University of Bolton Stadium next year, and we can have the, the lads just playing at the training ground? Yeah, Because... Yeah, I mean, because the, the the girls are going. No, good like, hang on, you're being a bit unfair. Don't forget, they do play at Allerton Colts Ground. Oh, there oh, we go. Right. We'll chuck the lads down there. There we go. There we go. Coles can have the lads, and we'll have the ladies because the ladies are doing well and winning games. And well, at least you will, get, year. you will get a lot more money behind the bar at that club. Probably, probably would. They might be able to. I don't know if it's in the remit or they decide to do it. They could end up um, upgrading their changing rooms if they deem so fit. Yeah, yeah, true. And to be fair, if we if things keep cracking on the same trajectory maybe all our teams will be playing with Everton Coles next uh, <laughs> in a few years time imagine but we hope not so well yeah pre-season plans I mean there aren't any at well, the moment it's been yeah. pushed back again um, yeah. I mean by the time this goes out because it is the pilot and it might take a couple of days to just get all the bits and pieces side we might have no, more news on that well they, maybe. Um, they're supposed to go back training aren't they on the 1st of July yeah so that's a start Hot's well, 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 Actually, I've got to the first Would anyone want to go to Charlton after all the rigmarole they've had over the past few weeks? I suppose, though, with Lee, Lee Boy, the way that he's got the club, and when you've seen the videos after the way that they've performed in those playoffs, they look like they're a well-knit team as a squad. Obviously, anything outside of that, like the owner-wise, is different. But yeah, but I mean, it's only going to be stepping out of one fire into another, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we've just got to kind of hope that everything gets sorted out in the next few weeks. I mean, I assume it will. I mean, you know, there's nothing. As much as there's nothing coming from the administrators, at least there's nothing. You'd at least there's nothing coming saying, "Well, it's all falling apart, guys." True, true. No news is good news. Yeah. And what about the season ticket dilemma, though? You, you, no one knows about the pricing structure. Is it going to change? Yeah. Is it going to increase, decrease? No one even knows. Oh, when yeah, disappointed if it goes up. Because norm, normally, <laughs> well, yeah, everyone would be disappointed. But normally, they send letters out to say, yeah. "Get on our direct debit scheme." This, that, and the other. But yeah. <laughs> By the time the direct debit scheme when something starts again after <laughs> the season's probably going to be, run, it's be a real rush job. I'd say what the guys in the ticket office are going to be going. Do you reckon the fans building. are going to get the money back for the Brentford match? I think that. Ah, uh, it, it's not something that's ever been thought about, has it? Or I don't know how they sort that out. I don't know how they sort that out. I suppose that, that you've been waiting this long now. You're probably not going to be. You're not going to be missing that ten fifteen. Oh, yeah, well, I think I, it could, I, put, I, I could, could then be a legal issue on the next one. Yeah. Well, well, technically, the legal issues at the time they came were frozen. The, yeah. the company dissolved because when in its administration, so people like paid eighty pound for a box. That's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, may, maybe they'll be awarded a box 
Yeah, I'm sure there's. I'm, season, and, or I'm sure they can sort it out. There'll be, yeah. there'll be something. They'll have something in the pipeline, like if you're a season a ticket, ticket. Yeah, or if you're a season, if you're buying a new season ticket when it all actually happens, they might look. If you had one last season, you get X off your renewal because yeah. of that game. Yeah. Not even that. You know, there'll be a way take, they can sort it out. They weren't taking a direct debit and they went into two one after the other and then just yeah. didn't even play the game. And it's <laughs> it was in shambles, wasn't it? But, oh yeah. Cory weren't it with <laughs> generator going. It, it was, it was some it was so, it was like something off the T V because I've I've never known Especially the football the club at that level to turn around and go, Yeah, we can't we can't play. We can't get we can't get a team together. Right. After it, it was weird though because they said oh yeah the game's going to be uh, put back on and it has to yeah. be filled by a certain date and, and then it not. wasn't and, and then and what a mess and they got a 1-0 win <laughs> I know, yeah. All right, fair enough <laughs> why did they do that half 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 yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they came out and said 1-0 win we were all expecting probably 3-0 loss yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of those things that happens isn't it you but get five aside if you can cancel the game it was a 10-0 loss yeah. I mean 1-0 yeah, well, we, we should have cancelled half the games last season. We might have had a much better goal than We kind of talked about the players that have gone. Jack Earingley knows gone to Halifax Town. Yeah. Most notable one, it's been mentioned a couple of times, and again, Danny will probably be free to give his own thoughts on this. Sammy Amiobi going to Nottingham Forest on a one year deal. Now, if we want to talk about what we might have seen to the reaction to the news on our own Twitter timelines or Facebook feeds or whatever, one person who was asked, well, what does it mean for Nottingham Forest? And the guy had said, on his day, Sammy Amiori is brilliant. It's just that the other 364 days of the year, he's absolute bobbins. Well, yeah. Um... <laughs> and yeah, Amiori, this was something that... <sighs> Interviews are done with Bolton fans. Mike uh, Flatley Roberts is a notable one. He always listed Ami as being a guy who would be good for 10, 15 minutes in a game. And that was your lot. He'd never be someone who would give his all over the 90 minutes. Now, No, he was. He, he, I, can, he could, I can see how people would see him as a luxury player. He's a game changer. He can be. But he don't, he, he don't do it, show enough of it. Yeah, but again, he could. it could also be argued that if you put him in a team... With, with more quality around him, maybe you'd see more from him because he'd be getting the ball in better areas. He'd be getting, you know, it would play him in the wrong position. And when he doesn't turn up, it wouldn't matter as much because there were, you're not relying on just that one. At least the other ten player. players are going to be. If, exactly, yeah. if you played him behind the striker, McGuinness winning the ball in the air and him underneath it, and he will then be able to whip that ball into the bottom left corner. When he's on the wing, he's wasted because he don't track back, and then you've yeah. lost, then you've got no one covering Alkowski if he's gone That's forward, it, or, not, he, or he does come back and track. But then when Bolton break, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, the side of the pitch because well, you can't catch a breath it's not like we've we've got the best defence to, to have stood on its own exactly so we well, needed anyone know, who it could needed come. that protection but we've missed a holding midfielder for it and for age Spearing left yeah Mark Davis went because he was injured Prattley left we let Henry go we just oh, yeah <laughs> Gary on our last season probably yeah the best person to do that role yeah and we and we found Luke O'Connell too late <laughs> but then again if we if we found him any earlier you probably would have left far sooner because someone would have snapped him up we may have got money from him but yeah, no. yeah. I think the saving grace that we got was Gary Medine going for the money that he went yeah but then that kind of fell flat on its yeah. Uh, face yeah but Gary Medine for that money that we got well it was money for all that <laughs> Gary Medine had what four good months at Bolton really <laughs> exactly like, he, had, he, he, had an, he had an half decent season in an half decent season in League One he did before act- that he was awful <laughs> and his, his attitude was stunk and it was ever you know you could tell I remember yeah. I remember seeing him at the at the Macron as it, like, it then was 
Ball bounced to him about halfway inside the opposition half. Couple of players' hands went up, couple of runs started getting made. Didn't look up, didn't look at anybody around him, just instantly swung, had a shot, went absolutely like just piled up into the air, it went so far over and the entire stadium it wasn't it wasn't angry, it was just <laughs> Bedeen, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's and that's his best player in the world. And that's what it was. But he, he then in the championship, that when we sold him, he had that four months where he actually applied himself <laughs> and suddenly showed everyone the player he could be. And we wanted to keep him. <laughs> yeah, and then he got sold because he wanted to go. We got good money for him. And what's he done since? Well, Sheffield United. I mean, he got promoted. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and as if he's got Sheffield United after he was giving him so much stick. <laughs> I know, yeah. When he was going on at Billy Sharp and all that. and have got Billy Sharp. Well, you know, a former Chef Wednesday player, and he's gone, Blades! Well, imagine him and Billy Sharp lining up next season. I know, yeah. Against, like, They'll be like... elbowing each other in sports, <laughs> I'd be like um, Jermaine Dina, not Jermaine Dinas, was it um, Kieran Dyer and Fingy Lee Boyer? Lee Boyer when they had that strap, yeah. <laughs> Ripping shirts and all that. Oh. I've never seen anything like it before. We will next season. <laughs> Gary Medine and, <laughs> and Sharp sent off for fighting with each other, yeah. I could, I could believe that. I could yeah. well believe that. So he had good players as well, like Gary Medine around him, in Zach Clough and Josh Vella, the build up players. Yeah. It's a, it is a shame that Vella's gone because he was good at League One level. Same yeah. roles that he did score. Clough, he, they got him back on loan and didn't hardly use him. Because the, the, thing, the thing is with Clough, right, for me, once he'd done his shoulder, yeah. he was never the same player after that. Because I went down to the training ground for Bolton FM. I was doing, Huey Fury was down there doing training with mm. the team. And he did a bit, they did some football training and did some drills and got it for cameras and all that. And then they switched it round and he had some of the players doing some boxing bits with him. Mm. And all players are having to go on these, like on his on gloves, just punching the gloves, and they're all doing this little thing, and they're all getting pretty tired. Like, oh, it's good stuff, this, and they're enjoying themselves. And so I was like, Zach, you get Zach on this, get Zach on this. And there's a woman from club, like the media person. Oh, Zach, you know you're having to go at this. And Zach Clough was just like faded back and was like, No, not with my shoulder. And it just something inside me head clicked. I was like, Well, that's why he's not playing because every time he he does something to his shoulder, yeah. it's coming out again, or there's something happening with it. And I think that's why, because people say we need get, we need to get Zach Clough back. Yeah, no, we, we we brought him back just for, been, just for yeah. just to keep hands on but side. Then, but then, when since then, since we had him back on loan, he went away again. I mean, what's he done? Nothing. He's, we we signed him to the He went to Rochdale and he, could, he can't get in their team. We signed him so and Tyler Walker at the same time. Well, I mean, granted, getting hours just do straight for numbers. You know, quality wise, anyone who wants to play football next season, you know where the shorts are. Yeah, the address is the University of Bolton Stadium. Technically, Chelsea are not allowed to loan so many players next season. So, can we just raid Chelsea's youth squad? Yeah, yeah, we'll have a bit of that. Well, how many times they've won the youth cup this decade? Well, to be fair, me and Harlan did go watch the youth cup final between Man City and Liverpool, and I tell you what, Man City have got some great talent. I should hope they have. Right, so, <coughs> Tommy Doyle, for one, is a great. Str- he will make it into the City's first team. Granted, he's both his granddad's play for Man City, but. Well, it helps. Yeah, it does, but yeah, he, he, he would walk into Bolton's team. He, he's just like Luke O'Connell. He probably, if not better, just obviously Luke O'Connell getting a bit, obviously, a better stage because he's actually playing. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's realistically where we need to be looking next season. What loans can we get in for 12 months to do a job yeah. from better clubs? That are looking for that I'm experience. Sure, I'm sure we can find a Phil Forden or someone like that. Yeah, you know, someone of that. You know, someone. He's only young. Again, you know, Phil Forden now, of course, yeah, he's banging. You know, he started banging goals in left, right, and centre in Prem, and you know, he's playing in Champions League and all that. He's getting. Well, two seasons ago, 
I bet he would have run right in League One. Yeah, he was running right in the youth league. He was a phenomenal goal scoring record. And he wasn't even a striker. But yeah, yeah. you need to. The, I think for League One, because we know that we're going to have a lot of experienced players like people coming to the end of their career, signing a lot of youth players would benefit. Yeah. Fit Bolton. It's, just, it's, it's always thinking about what they can learn from the old pros. That's yeah, it, and, that well. exactly, that, and that's what it will come down to. You've got yeah. Gary O'Neill in there. He's, he's been around the block now. Anyone who comes in will learn a good few things of him. David Wheater, as we mentioned, has been a servant to the club. He knows a few things, obviously. Yeah. He knows how to pull a pint or two as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, and, uh, the Remy Matthews and Alwick, who's going to start in net because the bo- both mm. last season were great when they were in net. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I actually think that last season one of our one of our problems certainly wasn't goalkeeping. Exactly, they, they think, kept us, they kept the scorelines down yeah, in a lot of games. Yeah, I, th- I think that they they did all right actually last season. I think they were just unlucky to be. be well, it was too easy when it won but one two ball behind the defenders yeah, that's it, on goal yeah. and it, he's making that you have to make a save. So. That's it. And you can't expect you know keepers should be second favourite in any one on one situation. Didn't we, get, didn't we get beat three 0 one one game? Didn't we? And, uh, didn't Remy Matthews getting team of the week? <laughs> we, got beat, we got beat. We got beat. And he got, he, we got beat one week at three 0 I think, and he got in the team of the week. And everyone's like, "How's he got team of the week?" Well, he must have saved, he saved about yeah. twelve <laughs> just before he's conceded three. So yeah, that's that, that's the way it goes, isn't it? I mean, other players wise, I mean, you, you, so it's about who's on the free market. Really. Yeah. Well, we and Al looked at the free market. What's the deal with the embargo, by the way? Because we went into administration. Does that not mean we get an embargo? And it, we've got it, problems with transfers I, in the past. I've seen something. I read something actually on the EFL guidelines that if you obviously you ain't got enough place to fill, then any kind of signing that you're looking at, the EFL have to approve it yeah. first. So, what we, is it? The league has League One still agreed that the transfer window finishes before the season starts? I assume. I, I think know, that's right. Yeah. So we've got thirty days to sign someone. Yeah. Thirty odd days to sign someone. And the AFL might have to approve it. And as well. the AFL might have to approve it. So that take a bit extra. Um, loan market stays open. So yeah. again, that's the end of August, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we're going to be relying on loans and. And of course, you can bring in free transfers whenever you like. Yeah. So people. That, that, I thought there was a but, limit on that, wasn't but there? But even ah, the, shit, yeah. The you can to. bring them in whenever you like, but you can only register them within a window. So if you don't bring them in in time, you can't register them. So we could sign up. But you can still players. sign them. Because we could, the we could no sign club. 10 players and not be able to register them. Until January, <laughs> yeah. So you've just got to make do with a squad that we've got till January. Local, we'll have to get local teams. John and Cover will go sign for us or not. Well, I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd do a job up front for 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> After that, me, I might run out of puff. More than that, you'll be. Take me at left back for two minutes and then take me off because I ain't got the stamina. <laughs> tell you what, if you gave me a full season up front for Bolton, I reckon I could score at least one goal. Yeah, obviously. It's not hard. Well, I don't know if I'm that hard. <laughs> I'm a penalty, I won it, I'm having it. I'll, I'll go left back, left back and change your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, we can't both go left back. Who's saying it changes? All right, all right, fine. Well, you can't stay back there, we've not got enough players. I'll be at centre back. <laughs> I'll give you motivational side. <laughs> I'll do the Amiobi role of just wandering about. Actually, I'll go in the midfield. I'll be a Roy Keane. I'll snap them. <laughs> if, they're going, sure if they're going through and they're going past, they're going down. Fernandinho role. Don't try and do that to I can feel you. Yeah, I'll break my legs. Staying away from him. <laughs> staying away from him. Well, if you don't see a leg, I try for trip, uh, trip back in Fenwell. Yeah, I'm staying, away, through staying away from him. He's just an absolute tank. Uh, I guess just before we wrap this up, now? I was going to say, just before the, we wrap this up, there was something that was posted in uh, Bolton Wanderers' accounts. This was on Bolton Wanderers' own official um, oh, yeah. accounts on Facebook and Twitter. I found out about this thanks to Stoneclough FC and then through Thornley Salesian College because... 
There's a young fan, age of 19, who had been on holiday in Prague. And, well, it seems like a sad note to end this on, but it's appropriate that we're making a mention of it. Young lad by the name of Stephen, 19 years old, he was on holiday in Prague. And, very sadly, he has ended up passing away over there. And right now, there is a Just Giving page, if you want to check it out. Again, we will do this again in greater detail at the end of the show. There's a Just Giving page on Talking Trotters on the Facebook page, on the Twitter account as well. They're looking to raise £3,000. As a matter of fact, as I'm looking at it, I think they have. Yeah, they've, they've nailed the target, that, but keep giving, because yeah. you know, Just Giving, you can go as far over the target as possible. And, you it's know, a great this, cause, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's it a great is. cause, and, and it, you know, it's a... An absolutely terrible, terrible tragedy to, you know, rock off on your holidays and not yeah. to come back and for his family so and his friends. Bring him home and for the funeral. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. And, you know, that's, you. Yeah, and, and, you know, I suppose the more the more you can give him, the, the bigger a, bigger and grander a send-off that Stephen can get. And I've witnessed ourselves as Bolton fans, we've done the charity walk and stuff like that, that we know they can raise funds. Yeah, we're, we've seen it and, we're, and that's... It's really a friendly really place, place, he's Bolton. It's a community club and like you said, once in, never out and... And like I said, if Paul had deserved this, unfortunately, lost his that. life. Not just that, Dom, the football community comes together. Yeah. You know. That's one thing that football gets a bad reputation, a bad rap with so many Rivalry things that go on, you know, from hooliganism to the money in football and everything else that goes with it. But at the end of the day, when something horrible like this, like this when, when something tragic happens, yeah. the football community <clears throat> come together like a family that have been squabbling. Yeah, yeah it's mad. Just going back to when Fabrice Mwamba exactly oh, that, yeah. yeah, like the amount of fans and the tributes and everything, and the people that came down to the Macron or at the time just to lay fl- yeah. flowers down. There's, in, there's some of the shirts yeah. and the flags and the scarves yeah. you saw down there. You, like, you seen play- absolutely wonderful. You've seen players like Ramos wearing shirts, yeah. same Mwamba and stuff like that. And he's just, it's just, a, it's just a crazy how much football is a community on a on a whole, and it's not just in England; it's all across the yeah. world. And people do come together when when and it, times needed. In Bolton, like we've got things like there's that Riley Foundation and, and things like that, which yeah. are another great example of. Yeah. And when we were last in the one with the the Valley Foundation, it was a year after Zach had died, and the Berry fans and Bolton fans were all lighting up Gig Lane. Yeah, it was wonderful to see. And they're rivals. Yeah, big you know big rivals as well, especially yeah, on their them. side of things. Yeah, I mean we've never been that. Fussed until we end up in the same division. But you know, Bury have always had it out for us, and for them, their yeah. fans to be able to put football aside and be like, "No, this is a bigger issue." It's wonderful to see. And yeah. also, our club head chef Brian Ward with the Gillingham game, they lit up the uh, the macaron as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's great, and you can go beyond the, you know beyond our club and beyond our town to, yeah. to see all this. We're not saying this is a Bolton thing, but. You we've know, witnessed it more. This specifically quite, yeah. is a yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> we, we've witnessed it quite a lot recently, though, about the fans giving you food banks, yeah. and raising money for ch- the staff. Obviously, the young lad who's lost yeah. his life, people raising money to get him home and for the funeral costs as well. It's yeah, keep giving to that because if you know, if, if they, they want to be paid to get him back and they've, they've paid for all the funeral costs, if there's something left over for his family, then that's even better, mm. isn't it? Because yeah. I mean, nothing's ever going to replace what they've lost, but you know. Anything that can maybe make it slightly easier has got to be a good thing. And hopefully, as I said, moving forward, there's just light for a bullet of wonders as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, without a doubt. We obviously send our love and prayers to the family. As yeah, well. indeed. Without, without a doubt, thoughts with the family and friends, awful stuff. Yeah. 
I think that will wrap it up for this week's podcast. Yeah, so let's just give a few uh, social media. Yeah, 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 social media. So on Facebook, if you just search for us, Talking Trotters, same on Twitter, and we have Gmail, talkingtrotters at gmail.com. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, guys, and we will return very soon. And thank you very much for listening to the pilot episode of Talking Trotters. <laughs>